Good morning, 5 a.m. club. So yesterday, Lisa Chinati spoke with all of you about the importance of using humor as a foundation to leadership. And to tackle that, I'm going to share with you guys one of the biggest and most common mistakes that we all make as leaders, myself included, but also one tactical skill that you can learn and start implementing to avoid this mistake. What's going on, party people? This is Jason Posnick up in the frozen tundra of Massachusetts. I know I sound a little under the weather, but I promise it's not what you think it is. And what we're going to talk about today is the mistake in understanding what a leadership is and how we actually apply our leadership onto others. And so the first thing we've got to understand is that as a leader, you're not necessarily in charge, that others don't necessarily have to listen to you or that they should do what you say because, well, because you said it. So the first thing I would ask you to think about is what is a leader? Is it title or rank? Is it based on level of success or income or tenure? Is it, is it earned or is it given? And then secondly, what does it mean to be a leader? Some would say to solve problems. Others would say it means to direct people and tell others what to do or delegate. Uh, it could mean to be important or to make more money than other people. It could mean to reap the praise and success, but all of these things would be wrong. Being a leader is not about rank, title, success or income, as all of us, I think, have learned. It is, however, earned. Leadership is not about managing or dictating the tasks of others. It is not about being in charge, but rather leadership at its basic core is all about actually taking care of those in your charge. And the role of, of leader is earned when we not make others follow us, but we make others feel safe and secure. The role of being a leader is one of being in a spot that people choose to follow you, that they choose to look up to you, that they choose to support and model after you. To be a leader is to inspire, to inspire those that we lead, to support them, to push them to their goals at their cadence, in their timeline, but to make sure that they do it the right way or the way that's going to help them get there. It's not to take the praise of their wins, but it is to take a lot of their stress. Being a leader means having all of the problems with none of the praise sometimes. It means playing to all of the people within the organization rather than the ego of yourself. And so having trouble with people not following your directive or your initiatives right now within your company, if you're having trouble feeling like people don't respect your spot as a leader, well, it's not the people and it's not their fault. The issue is not the people, but it's the environment in which they operate in. And if you can change the environment in which they operate in, the feelings tied to that environment, everything will change. And so here's the deal. The tactical skill I'm going to give you guys today is that, as I said earlier, leadership can be learned. And one of the biggest components of leadership is, in fact, coaching. The art of leading others is about one thing and one thing only, and that is self-discovery. See, as leaders of companies, think back to scenarios where you were in coaching sessions or working with a team member one-on-one -on -one to coach that person or agent to a specific skill or activity or outcome. I bet you've had some that have sounded something like this. Hey, Jason, you're not hitting all of your touches in your 10 days of pain. 80% of sales happen between the 8th and the 10th touch. So, Jason, if you can just make those touches, you'll get more sales. Does that make sense? I want you to spend the next three days going through every single one of your new leads, making all the touches that you need to make to help you convert them from leads to clients and clients to close clients to help you achieve your goals. Jason, are you interested or committed? How many of us, and obviously I can't see you, have had a conversation with a team member just like that, a coaching conversation? 
right? This is almost like a doctor giving a prescription for a, a stomach medication when a patient came in for a head issue, right? As leaders, a lot of times, because of our experience, we do know the answer. We do know the prescription that you might need to give someone to fix the problem. However, again, leadership is not about telling others what to do. It's not about dictating the tasks of others. It's about inspiring them. It's about showing them the way, not telling them the way. And so my challenge to you is to take people through a process of self-discovery rather than telling someone what their issue is and telling what they have to do and telling them why they have to do it and telling them when to have it done. What if we made a little pivot there? What if we used a series of open-ended questions to take our counterpart, this other person that we're coaching, through a process of self-discovery, learning about their self and saying out loud, because as we learned from Trevor Moad, spoken word is 70 times more powerful than thoughts and get this person to tell us out loud, this is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. This is what I think will bridge the gap. This is where I want to go learn it. This is how I want you to help me. And this is when I'm going to achieve it. And so how would it sound if the same coaching meeting sounded like this? Jason, in this week's one-on-one, my mission has been to help every team member I meet with to focus on their databases and turning new, new leads into hot clients. What are you finding with your leads currently? What are you finding with your new leads currently? How are you doing with the 10 days of pain? I know we always discuss the statistic of touches to appointments set and touches to closings. If you remember, where do 80% of the touches happen or 80% of the appointments happen between which touches? How many of your leads are getting those touches? What's getting in your way? What is your plan to progress these clients? How can I help support you and hold you accountable? This is a very different conversation because now we're not telling them what to do, but we know what we're getting to. At the end of the day, we can always tell people what to do. And a lot of the time, we will be right. Yet some of the things still won't get done. This drives us freaking crazy. So rather than telling people what to do next time, we must use a series of open-ended questions to take the person through the process of self-discovery. It's a five-step process, and this is the order of events. One, we must get the counterpart to tell us where they are now. What are they doing? What is working? How often? Then we've got to bring them into the future and future pace and get them to tell us where they want to be. Why are they doing any of this, right? What about being there is important to them? What is the timeline? How do they pick that timeline? Then step three is to bridge the gap. We, know what, we now know where you are and where you want to be. What's getting in the way? What do you want to learn? What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Then we recommit together, and then we execute. At the end of the day, as I wrap this up for you all, trying to make up some time for, uh, for Lisa yesterday, remember what I said earlier, that when things aren't working in an organization, the people aren't the problem. It is rather the environment in which the people operate. Fix this and things just go. The way you lead your agents is the way they're going to lead their clients. The way you treat your agents is the way they're going to treat their clients. The way you teach, coach, and advise your agents is how they will teach, coach, and advise their clients. Calling your agents only when you have to address an issue, well, they're only going to call their clients when they have to address an issue or get a transactional task met, like a pre-approval or check on credit. Coaching your agents by talking at them rather than speaking with them. The agents will start to give unsolicited advice to clients and potentially lose them over the loss of rapport. Pressing agents to accomplish a goal we set for them rather than their own. Well, this is going to equal commission breadth with your agents, with their clients. Pushing clients to transact, not because the client found the right home or needs to sell, but because the agent needs a sale. 
see, guys, everything that we find with our counterparts, our agents, our team members, we've also got to look within to ourselves. Small hinges swing big doors. When we coach agents to discover their problems and issues and come up with their own solution, they can now take ownership and personal responsibility. When we tell them the problem, how to fix it, what to do, and then to go do it, we've taken any opportunity for personal responsibility away. And so my challenge to you is starting today, starting this Tuesday of 2022, ask questions that provoke thought. Take your counterparts, your agents, through self-discovery so they can do the same to their counterparts. And as you continue to grow upon your leadership abilities, those in your charge will continue to grow upon theirs. And as that happens, what you'll find is that things will just go. Because remember, when revenues aren't up and sales aren't going and things aren't great within a company or an organization, the people aren't the problem. It's the environment in which they operate, and that's the problem. And leadership is not about being in charge, but rather leadership is about taking care of those in your charge. Let's go today, leaders. You're on this call for a reason. 2022, crush it.